That's like jury duty pay. Hello there and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 344 for patch 7.1.5. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 344 of HearthCast, Warcraft token farming, Hey Blizz, watch the scales, and the follow-up to Artifact Power. This episode is brought to you by the kind support of our awesome Patreons. To find out how you can give your support for HearthCast, just visit patreon.com slash EIPS. So hey there, Frickleface! Hey there, Root! Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Let's see, I have been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm. Yeah? Because of their uh, friend event where you get the flame saber mount. Did you uh, flame on? I did. You flamed on. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I got, I got the mount, and then I got a stem pack, so I've been keeping on going and uh, playing more friends, getting more people that mount. Cool. It's been a lot of fun. I bought the uh, Taranda um, Valentine's Day skin and mount. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely not marketed to me. I know. I, I'm not going to fly around on a paper heart. I don't get it. And It was just there, and it's yeah. just going to be all the better with uh, you know my, my big tough characters like Stitches and Rexar and putting them on the heart mount. Oh, <laughs> so you bought it to humiliate your characters. That, that's what I'm hearing here. <laughs> I guess if you put it that way, When sure. you play Sims, uh-huh. do you lock your characters in rooms and make them pee themselves? No. All right. I'm just no. seeing how much of a, of a masochist you are when it comes to gaming. I only kill the Sims I need to kill to move the story along. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I usually do that by um, Pufferfish and Geary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to explain or just move on? Just move on. Okay, move on. All right. Well, in Warcraft, I spent a few hours digging up um, the fragments to get the ghost moose mount. I think you spent a little more than a few hours doing that. It was a few that. hours. It was a few days. Yeah, like a little bit of time here and there. Okay. It's a total of a few hours. And uh, so I've been kind of ignoring them off and on. So you basically, there's an archaeology quest that spawns every two weeks in Dalaran. Um, it's, it's the same for everybody region-wide. Yeah, I think I saw that one. It only takes a minimum of archaeology level one. Well, some of the stuff isn't that great. I think one of them was Artifact Power, so I didn't bother. And then the next Tuesday came around, and I was like, eh. and then I saw a tweet. It's like, hey, you can get this mount. Hey. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And it took a while, but it was worth it. That's your ghost moose mount, right? Ghost moose, yeah. Is it like the same moose from Archimond? Um, Maybe. Like, like, is it the ghost of the Archimond moose? Ooh, I didn't think about it that way. I no, just, it's I just not. meant it's like, it's like a see-through version of it. Probably. Oh, yeah, okay. I'd probably use the same model. I don't know. I don't have that one. I wasn't getting all uh, intricate like that. Is that the ghost of it? <laughs> the ghost of Moose's past. Ooh, weird. Yeah. Meese? Mooses. Mooses. Yeah. I think it's just moose, actually. I think the uh, plural probably, of moose yeah. is moose. Yeah. English. And you know how I told you I got these keys to the 
what do they call it? The treasure trove? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, over in the Isle of Thunder. Right. Yeah. The monkey place. The monkey place. Don't they have monkeys around there? No, they're spiders. The spider place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spiders, monkeys. I get those confused sometimes. <laughs> well, spider monkeys. I mean, yeah, someone else did too. Yeah. <laughs> You know, my kids had a horrible childhood when I would confuse those two. <laughs> I brought you home a monkey. Ah! <laughs> Not good. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I have these keys. I went back there on my rogue, and um, I thought it would be trivial. Uh, and it's not? Not so, no. Wow, okay. the, mob, the mob scale. Oh. They were 108, same as I am. Because it's an instance. Yeah. 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 Interesting. So it's still a challenge. It's still a challenge. This is true. Uh-huh. That's something I think where, where someone in Blizzard's like, you know what? We spent a lot of time making all this because that was a difficult challenge, you know, with different traps in there and then different potions you can buy outside of it, the little vendor to offset the traps and stuff. I think Blizzard, you know, kind of looked at it, we spent a lot of time in here. Let's send people back, but let's scale it. Yeah. Yeah. So as a subtlety rogue, I need to get one of the big treasure chests. And then it'll give me an item that gives me a hidden artifact appearance. Ooh. So I have to get it done. You got it. I've only done it twice, and it, neither of them went very well. Oh, sorry. So I got to brush up on some YouTube videos and whatnot. I'll have to go back in there next week. Yeah, we used to get the key from from a raid. You, right. You, you could buy it, or you could get them from a raid or something. Was it a raid, or was it the the dailies? It might have been a daily. Yeah. But I think it was a I'm raid all fuzzy too. now. Yeah. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. But so, I'm glad you went back there. I'm glad you're doing that. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. So how about you? Well, let's see. I, I managed to go get the, uh, the latest wing of LFR done. Okay, Nighthold. Nighthold, yeah, the latest wing of that. And I'm really enjoying the mechanics of Nighthold. All right. I'm thinking that what I like about it the most is that uh, you have to watch the boss. There are things that DBM tells you, and there's things that DBM doesn't tell you. And I think the folks at DBM are like, you know what? We, we can make this helpful. But you need to watch the boss. I'm not going to tell you what's going on on some of these things. And still on others where, you know, even though DBM was telling you what to do and it was fairly easy, we still had people. I know it's LFR. That's big, everybody's big excuse. You still had people who were, you know, standing in the bad. But I, I just really enjoy it. The mechanics are really, really cool. Uh, I'm, it really makes me want to get back in our normal raid team. And challenge myself a little bit with these because yeah. there's not much of a challenge in LFR, and I know that. It's cool to see the content, but it really makes me want to challenge myself. Uh, and I've got a weekly invitation to go back to my raid team, and one of these days I'll take them up. I've, I've been putting it off just because of time, the time commitment it comes to it. But I might have to see if they have a spot. Yeah, well, the uh, main quest line you can't uh, progress on it unless you do normal. Right, and nice. I have, uh, from our, our guild and some of our friends in WoW, we have invitations to go with them on those, too, to get the quest line done. Uh, there's a lot of people complaining about that. The fact that you have to go do this on normal and mythics and everything else to get quest lines completed. But uh, we have those open invitations. That's kind of cool. So I picked up uh, a pet that I had missed in Draenor. I, don't, I wasn't even looking for him, really, in Draenor, and I don't know what caused me to go... No, look. you're like anti-pet in Draenor. Yeah, and I don't really remember what caused me to go look for this pet, but it's called a Zomstruck. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crawfish. It's a big purple and green crawfish. I, I posted a picture of him, and uh, he drops... It's got a rare chance, like a 0.1% chance to drop off of these mobs. So the mobs, and you know, it's trivial now to go kill them. It's not a big deal. 
and I was doing something where I just was mindlessly running around and killing these guys for like two hours, and nothing dropped. And of course, you read on Wowhead, and someone's like, "Oh, it dropped for me to my third kill." It's like, "Yeah, that's very good for you. Congratulations." <laughs> And then you always have the person who doesn't understand drop rates. And they're like, yeah, it's got a 0.01% drop rate, which means you should be able to get it uh, within two hours. It's like, no, it's not how drop rates work. It's every time you loot, you have a 0.01%. Not and, everything has that bedlock protection in it. Yeah, it's like yeah. the numbers don't scale that way. So it doesn't work. You know, you can't continue to do it and expect to get it done in an hour or X amount of, of mobs killed, whatever. Now, at the same time, I've been going back to this area now to, um, there's like a portal that's supposed to spawn. You go in and do an instance, you can get a uh, a mount that's in there, like a flame something or other mount. I forget exactly what it is right now. And it just so happens that one of the places that this portal spawns is right by the places where the moms that I was killing for the Zomstruck are. And so while I was there, I would, you know, okay, portal's not here. Let me go kill one of these guys. I would just willy nilly do it. And on about my third or fourth rotation through there, it dropped. I'm like, all right, cool. I got the pet. And it's one of those things where, you know, a rare pet dropped for me. And that doesn't happen very often. So I was kind of happy. Is it a cool looking pet, though? It's a purple and green crawfish. Oh, so yeah. You wear purple and green. I do you? like purple and green. But if you want the pet, you can have them. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just let me know. I'll cage them and give them to you. It's not a big deal. So I picked up that novice guide for dimensional rifting or the adept's guide or whatever it was the adept's guide is what you get as a reward as a reward okay yeah. so the first one whatever the beginner guide right and the beginner guide basically every day you use it and it ports you a spot where you might find a chapter of the book to read and if it's not there you can you can realm hop to see if it's on another realm which i did a couple times but i missed a couple days we we were busy. Uh, it, I just missed a couple of days of logging in a while to do that. It doesn't take much. Just I just missed a couple of days, and it bothered me. And I want to miss a couple of days. I wanted it done, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just go to these places. Now, luckily, I only had two left to do. I kind of ported to one. Actually, I had three. So I had three left to do. Ported to one, got it, and then I decided I'm just gonna finish the last two. Luckily, one of them is just on the side of the road. It's like there it is. So you just go to the location, walk up to it, read it, you're done. The last one I had to do was in a tower. Now, to get into the tower, you had to scale a mountain to the left of the tower, or whatever side you're on. It could be the right. But you had to scale a mountain in proximity to the tower. Is that the one that was in the south part? And there, yeah. there's a bunch of elite mobs? No. Okay. Um, this one is around, uh, you know where all the murlocs are? Yeah. In the ruins, whatever it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. there's around there. Okay. And you just climb a little hill, a little mountain off to the side of it, and you jump and you glide. Well, however you want to glide, I used a goblin glider, and you, you land. Now, the problem is, if you hit the building or just don't land right or don't aim yourself correct, then you land on the edge, which is below the way to get in. There's, like, openings to get in, like, because it's got, like, a little, I don't know, top to it, like a like pagoda-type-looking thing. Okay. And so if you don't hit the entrance just right, you kind of slide down the side of the building. And, and again, then you, start over again. Yeah. It just, yeah. So it took me four times. I'm like, I will get so, you know, because I was like, oh, that close. Oh, come on. Yeah, and then oh. you got it. And then I got it. Yay. Because now I, I've used, it doesn't do anything. It, yeah. It takes me somewhere to a ley line, an attuned ley line. I'm, I'm really looking forward to what this is going to be because there's all the speculation that this is going to be something. 
Because at the moment, on Saturday and Sunday, it doesn't do anything. The new one, yeah. When you get it, yeah. it doesn't do anything on right. the weekends. But it's like, okay, that's nice, but I want it to do something more than just take me somewhere. Well, easy travel to middle uh, of nowhere. Someplace. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you can only use it in Azuna. No, I guess a new one you can use anywhere. Yeah, in Broken Isles. In the Broken Isles, yeah. yeah. But, okay. It's going to take you to the middle of nowhere. That's true. What if so, there's like um, um, an herb node? No, no, because none of the places that you would go have an herb node. Oh, okay. Well, that's terrible then. I mean, the only thing that right now that I could use it for is if I was going to log out and my Hearthstone and my uh, Uber and everything else was on cooldown. My portal to Orgrimmar, everything else was, was on cooldown. And I was in a very, very unsafe place in the Broken Isle somewhere. I could use that to take myself to a safe place. Except one of them, I remember when I went there, I had to fight elites. So with my <laughs> luck, that's where it would take me and it would just make me right. even matter. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm looking forward to see what this, what this does uh, coming up. Now, like you, uh, I've been playing some HOTS. How are you liking it? Well, you know, we're playing with a group on the a, the lowest AI oh, level. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my interpretation of how I like it hasn't changed. I still like the game. It is vastly more fun when you play with friends. And uh, I play Lily. And that's it. Uh, but I had a blast. I got five more to go. I did ten in like four hours. <laughs> was it four hours? We started at eight. Uh, it, was, no, it was like three hours. Three hours? Yeah. yeah. We made to 11. Okay. I thought it was later than that, but no. that's okay. Uh, we did it with our meetup group here in Orlando. It was a lot of fun. We Everybody jumped in Discord and we chatted and we formed a couple of groups and we all went off and nobody finished that night. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's too much for one night. It really was. I know some people jumped on this morning and finished up. Uh, I've still got five to go. So that'll you be fine. You get fun. it done. It'll be fine. And then on top of everything else, Frag, you and I were innkeepers at a Florida Fireside um, Hearthstone Championship Tour where we actually had uh, some qualified people who were going in. This is the road to BlizzCon uh, for the Hearthstone players. And we had people who had qualified. We had a total of three of them in the events. Uh, none of them made it out of Orlando. Um, so, some longer than others, and some decisively out pretty quickly. Uh, but it was always fun to do those. And we also had uh, just a casual tournament going on at the same time uh, with, with prizes and stuff like that. Was, you didn't get drafted this time. Did not get drafted <laughs> this time, and I was quite happy about that. We made a big deal about it, uh, but it was fun. But we kind of wrapped up our week uh, in the Blizzard universe with the Hearthstone tournament. That was kind of fun. In-game rewards, Root. Mm. We all love them. Mm-hmm. Cosmetic items, toys... Pets, mounts, outfits, effects, whatever it is. We as players, we just love them. And sometimes we'll even dish out our hard-earned cash for things in the Blizzard store. Things like loot boxes, card packs, skins, you name it. Well, Blizzard allows players to use Battle.net credit to purchase a limited amount of in-game items. And now they've given WoW players the ability to turn their gold into Battle.net credit by purchasing a WoW token. In fact, as it turns out, buying a WoW token with gold is the most efficient way to bolster your Battle.net account. Now, we're going to talk about U.S. markets. Because there's other ones, we're just going to talk about the U.S. market. Right now, as of this recording, 
you can buy with U.S. dollars a WoW token for 20 bucks. You can go put it on the auction house and hope you get gold for it. Right now, on average, a token cost in gold about 90000 Now, as you mentioned, the ability to redeem one WoW token for Battle.net credit went live February 6, 2017 on U.S. Realms. Now, when you redeem one of these for Battle.net credit, you get $15. If you're redeeming it for gold, you'll know exactly how much you're going to get when you put it up for auction. It's locked in. Blizzard controls all those prices. So right now, the average is 90000 gold to buy one. With the right gathering professions, you can gather enough materials and sell that on the auction house to accumulate 90000 gold in about 8 to 10 hours of farming. So let's look at the process here. You gather stuff. So you need a gathering profession. Herbalism, mining, skinning. Herbalism is one of the bigger ones right now. There's some high-end herbs that you can herb and then put up on the auction house and people will buy them. Like Flark and Scargle? That's the one. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the one. Yeah, whatever it is. Farfanugan. Yeah. Falafel. Falafel. Oh, now you make me hungry. <laughs> I was going to make some joke about the goblins coming up with a vehicle called the Farfanugan, but whatever. It's all right. It's good. <laughs> so you go out, you farm. You farm these, the, the Farfan gargle, gargle flower, whatever it is. <laughs> Throw that up on the auction house. It sells, and it sells very well. So in roughly a day, you can gather enough items to buy a token. Now, when you say roughly a day, you're talking about spending... Eight to ten hours. Eight to ten hours of just farming. Just farming. Not eight to ten hours of logged in. No. Like, you are going... Is a, it, like, for that day, that is your job. I couldn't do that. You're going to farm, and mm-hmm. you're going... Well, you're going around and herb everything. I'm not going to herb for that long, honestly. Am I... <laughs> So, you know how you commented how it took me several days to get that moose mount? Yeah. I was like, well, it was only a few hours. Right. Because I would start, and I would I would do a couple dig sites, and then I'll go, oh, here's a war quest. Oh, yeah. Well, you're, like, yeah. But you're wow ADD. I am. Yeah, you have to be, like, uber focused. Or I think of something else I wanted to do more than <laughs> archaeology right that minute. Now, see, I've that's one, that's one of the reasons you and I can't quest together, because I we'll know. be running somewhere, and all of a sudden, you're gone. Like, where'd you go? And you're like, well, there's a mining node here. I'm like, we're killing these things you know we're, we have an objective we must complete and you're like but sparkles i'm like oh but i'm in a pet battle how how are you the, i pulled the boss and you're in a pet battle <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah yeah so well i like to be thorough well thoroughly pet battle after the boss is thoroughly dead <laughs> freck <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think you and I have tried to quest together since Mr. Pandaria days. No, no. <laughs> but it's okay. It's fine. We still do LFR. There we go. And we played Heroes of the Storm together, so that's still it's still good. So, all right. You have to dedicate yourself in a serious, like, you have to be super focused. Dedicate yourself for 8 to 10 hours of gathering. You're going to find the best routes, and you're going to hopefully not have any competition. So, good luck on the weekends. And you're going to herb or mine or skin for eight to 10 hours. Now, after you put that on the auction house and it sells and you collect all your gold, now you got your 90K gold to go buy yourself a token. So you get the token. When you use the token after it's in your bag, you get it, it goes in your bag, you use the token, and then you get a little pop-up that says, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to throw this token towards your game time or do you want to put 15 bucks into your battle.net balance? 
So you choose the $15 on the battle.net balance. Now it's in your battle.net balance. Once it's in there, you can use it as you see fit. Not the gear store, though. Big, big thing here. You cannot, no physical items. No physical items. So if you look at the Blitz's store, Frick, what kind of things can I buy with my battle.net credit? Let's see. You can get cosmetic items. There is a paltry three of them. You talk about the hats? Yes, the hats. These are such a mistake. They weren't a mistake. They're a good idea. They just no. didn't follow through. It was the horrible idea. No, 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 no. They should have gone the whole gamut. Like, get us some outfits. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, now, now you're talking. Like, yeah. full outfits. Nobody wants, like, just a hat. This doesn't match with anything. No, it doesn't. And they, they've been really bad about not making cohesive outfits. Um, and if you notice now, when you go to the T-Mog, you can actually hide your belt. No, I didn't know that. You can. And you, you can do your helm. You helm your shoulders, shoulders. and now your belt as well. You're going to be able to hide everything. You need to be able to hide everything. I know. If you it's run just, around it's just naked, put, run around naked. It's not care. even naked. You know, you're in a bra and underwear. Plus, there's already toys that make you, yeah. quote, naked anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, well, let me ask you the side question here. Frank. All right. Uh, let's say you're a avid raider or quester or whatever. Right. And you get every piece of a fantastic outfit. Except for... One piece of it, be the helm, let's say that. Yeah, helm. yeah. If that helm you had to buy in the Blitz store for $5, would you, and just to complete that outfit? I'd consider it. See? Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what they were going for, but like nothing matched those. No, they didn't. So, yeah. I don't know. Anywho. Bad implementation. All right, what else? So, assuming they expand that, that'll be more exciting, buying cosmetic items. Account services. Account services, so name changes, server transfers. Faction changes. Faction changes. Battle.net tag changes. I didn't know you could even do that. Oh, yeah, if you don't like your battle tag? Yeah. Yeah. You could change it to something else. Well, let's say you get, like, really big in a Hearthstone, and now you're going to go competitive, and you don't want everyone to be calling you, you know, Mr. Smarkle Pony. Why not? I like Smarkle Pony. (laughs) I don't know what a Smarkle Pony is, but I like it. What if you didn't want people just refer to you as that? You might want to change your battle tag. Then there's some people whose battle tag is their actual name because it's their actual name. Yeah, maybe they made it before they started adding a bunch of friends and they weren't worried about the privacy. Now they are. Right. So lots of reasons to change a battle tag. It's really weird. I've had someone on my friends list do it. Yeah? I tend to set notes for people. Yeah, meticulously, yes. Yes, I do. And uh, so this is someone I knew through a work chat room, so I posted their work uh, nickname. And showed up like, who is that? And then my note said, oh, it's this person. Right. Oh, that's cool. Oh, well, Otherwise, yeah. I never would have known that they changed it or who that person was and like, why are they my friends list? You could ask them. This is true. But it's crazy now since you can now all your know. Facebook friends. You yeah, know, I know. Who anybody is anymore. But if I hadn't seen it, I probably would just delete them and be like, I don't remember who this is, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you can buy some pets. Yeah. Mounts. Yeah, pets, mounts. Um, In Overwatch, you can buy those loot boxes. Yeah, yep. Lots of stuff you can buy in Hearthstone. You can buy the card packs. Um, The expansions, if they're still active. As in, like, the adventures themselves. Oh, neat. They have retired a few of them, as in, like, if they're not being included in standard anymore, you can't actually go back and buy the adventure Right, you shouldn't be able to. Right. Yeah. And also, they're always coming out with new hero skins. A lot of them they do with different promotions and things like that, but there are some that you can just buy straight up with money. That just changes what your hero looks like when you're playing somebody else. They see it. Yeah, I mean, it will changes who your hero is, but it functions the same way. Like, if you have Garrosh or uh, Magni for a warrior, like, still... Still a warrior deck. Yeah, still yeah. a warrior deck. And then here's a storm, like we talked about. You know, you can get those heroes. 
um, skins, and you cannot buy any of the skins with gold. You can buy all the heroes of gold, but you can't buy any skins with gold. Um, mounts and stim packs. That's a lot. It's a lot of stuff you can get. A lot of stuff you can get, not just for World of Warcraft, but other Blizzard titles as well. And this doesn't include everything that you can possibly get. There's other things in the Blizzard stores you can get for other games. Now, the argument has been made that time-wise, the most effective way to bolster your Battle.net account is by farming items and WoW, selling for gold, using the gold to buy the token. Then get your Battle.net credit and buy whatever you want to get in whatever game you want to play. So if you're big into Overwatch and you want a bunch of stim packs, you could either play a whole, 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 whole lot of Overwatch or spend 8 to 10 hours in WoW and effectively do the same thing. Now we have some limitations. But this is things that you have to consider before you think to yourself, okay, I'm just going to dedicate uh, you know, four days out of the month, every Saturday. All I'm going to do is get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and I'm going to farm all day Saturday. So I can get all my gold and I can get the WoW token and then I get Battle.net money. Let's think of the limitations here before we decide to plan all this. You got to start with a level cap tune. Who has their professions maxed out? So that's already consideration before we even think about planning this. Well, does it matter if you're... Are you talking about for the ranks? It does matter because okay. you're going to get more. Yeah, and that's more true. is... It really helps with the timing on this one. It's interesting that we have that distinction, this expansion, in that, yeah, you can get your skill all the way up to 100, but you have to get your ranks up for each thing that you're gathering or else you're just not going to be as efficient. Point very well made. And there's no way to get it up except just to keep farming. Now, your Battle.net account effectively can hold 23 cashed-in tokens. Only seven if you don't use an authenticator. Now, why? Simple math. You can only have a maximum of $350 in your Battle.net account if you have an authenticator, and only 110 if you don't. I did not know that. Did not know they put a limit on it. Right. They don't yeah. want people using it as a savings account or a bank account or just throwing money. It's the worst bank account ever. You know, interest rate is horrible. Yeah. Uh, or money laundering or anything else. I mean, think of it. There's a lot of things you could do on the nefarious side with, with this. So there's <laughs> a right, cap I can on see it. That. There's also a maximum of 36 tokens every 24 months, so two years, that you can purchase for gold. That limitation still there. It might go away because it was put in before you could uh, use stuff for Battle of the Net credit. That was only for the time. Yeah, and, they were, and since it was just for Warcraft, they're trying to limit the amount of time that happens so right. people don't go nuts yep. or so, abuse it. Abuse it. That's all it's there for. All right. Something that really bothers me is that there is no way to split a transaction. Meaning what, Freck? Meaning, let's say you uh, you farm for your ore... You get the gold, you buy the token, you have $15 Battle.net And you say, okay, well, I've been looking to transfer a character, which is $25. 20, yeah, 25 bucks. So I'm going to use that $15 And I'll pony up $10 and yeah. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah, I only have right. to pay $10 instead of 25 Works for me. Not so. Not so. Why not? Because you cannot cover the whole transaction, which is $25, with your Battle.net balance. So it'll just say, no, we're just going to charge your credit card instead. Yeah. See, it's either this, or. Right. This is why I still have $5 battle.net credit right now. Yeah. Because I ended up with $5 extra and it's not going anywhere. And what bothers me is that the system is very common for any business that takes gift cards has a way for you to split transactions. Sure. You know, like um, 
someone gives you a twenty dollar gift gift card to Ruth's Chris and you're like, All right, what's my anniversary? So I'm just gonna, you know, go there and then I have twenty dollars to apply to it. To a potato at Ruth Chris. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> you can get a potato. But whoever's there. there is not going to say like, well, this gift card doesn't cover your entire bill, so enjoy you're your not potato. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I mean, right? Yes, yes, right. I do. They, it puts it towards it, and now you owe a balance of whatever it is minus a twenty dollars gift card. So not being able to split a transaction to me is just like ridiculous. It is absolutely it's, ridiculous. It, and the only way that I can think that they might justify keeping it this way is to get more money from people, and that really irritates me, and that really bothers me about Blizzard that they continue to keep the system there for years clearly an accountant made his decision because they're making interest on that money somewhere (laughs) now a workaround for this is you can add battle.net balance to your account or you can basically buy the credit in any denomination that you want like let's say you have 15 you want a server transfer you can add ten dollars to your account and just server transfer that way right but that takes three business days so it's just exactly and it's, it takes an extra step it's unnecessary yeah but just something to remember when you're farming for these and you get that 15 dollar balance is that it does not split it does, it does it not split. Par- yeah no yeah. partial no partial payments yeah now remember you are having to incorporate the auction house into this plan which means you are selling which means you need buyers if people aren't buying your auctions this whole thing falls apart Likewise, if you have a lot of people on your server executing a strategy, that's going to drive the price down. Price goes down, you need to farm more. So that 8 to 10 hours becomes 10 to 12 hours, and it can actually spiral completely out of control and not be worthwhile. Also remember, Big Brother Blizzard is always there. If they don't like what's going on, when they're aware of the pattern, and I'm sure that they are, and they see that people are just farming in well to buy the tokens, to cash it in for Battle.net, just to apply that to other games, instead of playing the game that they're getting the credit in, or they're using the credit for, then they may decide to uh, play Big Brother here. And they can do that. It's their world. So they can limit a lot of things. They can make nodes spawn more. I mean, if you have a, a particular item that's selling for a high amount of gold in the auction house because it's rare. If you increase the amount of spawn rate that that does, and now it's freely available to everybody, that drives the price through. the It just falls out. It bottoms the price out. Think of mining. Mining is back now, but it used to be incredibly lucrative. I mean, there was the, uh, the, the Obsidian Ore Shuffle back in, in the Cata days. Right. Then along comes, uh, was it Warlords or Draenor? And now everybody was a miner because you had a mining thing in your garrison. Yeah, it didn't even need to be a miner. Nope. Just go get your go, get yeah. your ore. And then you also had right. the same thing with your herbalism. You, you know, you could tell it what type of plant you wanted it to plant. They'd plant that plant and people were selling those. Well, I was. But that effectively killed, for that expansion, it killed the uh, mining industry. So if they don't like what's going on, they can adjust. I know it's a little bit tinfoil hat to think of that, but it is something that needs to be mentioned. So when you look at it, the amount of time that it's going to take you to get the gold for rewards at any of the other games, whether it be Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, the amount of games and time that you need to dedicate to get the loot boxes or the skins or the card backs or whatever it is you want to purchase with the in-game gold, in those games, those times are measured in weeks if not months, 
and how long it's going to take you to play in order to get the reward that you want versus doing 8 to 10 hours in World of Warcraft farming and doing a little bit of manipulation. Nothing illegal. It's perfectly fine to do this. You're just going to, you know, go change your items in Solomon the Auction House, take that gold, buy the token, put the token into your Battle.net credit, use your Battle.net credit to buy your loot boxes or whatever else into the other game. So when you make that comparison, weeks, months versus hours or days, if you're looking for efficiency, it's a pretty clear choice. I don't know if that'd be fun, though. When you say it, eight hours of farming for $15, that's like jury duty pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pennies. Don't think of it that way. <laughs> but if, I, if I'm there and I'm already having fun or, you know, if I'm... Or at the very least, it's relaxing, and I'm you know got some you know video streaming up, and I'm like you know enjoying myself. Take a day off, farm, and now I have a little bit of extra money for some stuff that I might want to buy that I might kind of hesitate to otherwise. While I agree, there are so many other ways to uh, generate side income if you want to contribute it to your Battle.net. You go do a survey that pays you 50 bucks, you know, or whatever. That's true. And take that money and throw it into battle.net or, you know. Would that be fun, though? And then wouldn't you feel obligated to use it for something that you needed and not for fun? No. If you set yourself up in the right way and say, I'm going to do this survey or whatever it is that you're going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go mow this lawn or wash this car or whatever it is. I'm going to do this and take that proceeds and send that towards my battle.net. For whatever, I want to pay for my game time or I want to pay for in-game items, whatever it is. Eight hours. Look, if I'm doing a car wash, I will make more than $15 in eight hours. Well, I know that, but you're not having fun. Who says? I mean, you may not. I may love That's car hard work. I may love You're it. out in the sun. You're getting burnt. You got to squat down. So I'm working out and getting a tan at the same time. But it's not... <laughs> All right, maybe car wash wasn't the best example. Okay, what I'm, what I'm talking about is if eight hours of farming, if you can make it fun, then it's worth then it. it's a bonus. Yeah. Then it's just like, okay, well, I'm having fun. And as a bonus, I get a little extra spending money. I mean, can you compare that to actually, you know, working or doing something productive? No, but we're not trying to compare that. It's kind no, of apples and oranges. Yeah. Now, one thing also you can use this for is I know there's people who maybe don't play WoW anymore or they've got characters that are left on servers they don't play anymore. And if you built up gold and now you don't ever play that character anymore, you know, why not? Why not buy a token and have Battle.net credit instead? Yeah, it's not instead bad. Instead of letting yeah. it sit there forever. You can reactivate, get your gold. Yeah. So, okay. So what you're saying is uh, reactivate your account for $20, uh, get your 90,000 gold, go buy a token, cash in it for 15 Somebody made five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no. You don't have to reactivate your account to buy a token. How else are you going to play? I'm not I'm not talking about playing. I'm saying like if you're either done with WoW, I know lots of people oh, who are done with saying, WoW, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. gonna play again. Okay. But so, they've but they've played through vanilla, they've played through several expansions, they have gold. And Blizzard wants to keep them as customers even if they're not going to play Warcraft. So why not give them a chance to take that gold that they've earned over the years and put it back into Blizzard so that they they're using money in HOTS or in Hearthstone. I like the concept, but the disconnect for me there is if I quit playing, that means I don't have an active subscription. Right. So that means I need an active subscription to access my character's goal. No, you don't. I don't? Not to buy a token. Why not? Because it's on the login screen. 
uh, we'd have to test that, you know? Okay. I, I think you would have to have an active account in order to access the gold. Okay, well, here's what I do know. If you log into an account that does not have an active subscription, it does give you the option to buy a token without actually logging in. Okay. Okay. But you're buying a token with cash? No, no, no. It'll just say, so, and I've done this before. I've let my subscription lapse. Okay. And I go to log in, and it's like, you don't have any game time. Click here to buy game time with 70,000 gold. Oh. And it pulls your gold from the whole server. Right, it does pull it, yeah, from the server. Okay. Now, I know you cannot log into characters that are above level 20. Right. So then, as far as, like, where does that token go? Does it, can it go into the bag when you're lobby characters no. so you can access it? I think it is automatically turns into game time that way. So here, here's, here's the other thing is mm-hmm. you're buying it for game time. You're not buying it. For, I don't think you get the option to buy battle.net credit at the login screen. I still think they're going to get you to turn the account back on before you, you flip the gold into battle.net credit. That's possible. All right. Well, yeah. What about the situation where you've abandoned a character in a certain server? Don't get me started on that because my opinion is that if you've abandoned a character on a particular server, there should be like one day a year that every player is allowed to transfer. Not the same day because that would be just a madhouse, but you should be given one day, each mm-hmm. person uh, should be allotted a day that they move characters. Give me a free, give me one right, free right. character transfer, one day right. that I can transfer my characters where I want them to be for free. But let's say they're not going to do that. And you had a character on a server for a while. Everyone moved off on it. You moved off from it. But it still has a bunch of gold. be nice to be able to turn that into some battle donut yes, credit, right? Yes, it would. Right? Yeah, it yeah. Would. yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, I love the idea. I just, I just don't know. So, we have to find someone who's done that, you know, turned it into battle net credit. But if that's just a character you've abandoned and you're still playing, yeah, go look at it. Yeah, right. Like Fat Wallet. He's sitting on six figures. <laughs> I don't have a character on that server except Fat Wallet. Poor guy. You get so that you could turn that into fifteen dollars better than that credit. Actually, you know what? I already have done it once, so he's got less, okay. less than six less figures than now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be able to buy another one now. I don't know because mm. I bought them and it was kind of like it was in the sixty or seventy range. Right, right, right. Yeah, but fun, uh, fun is subjective. So we'll leave that up to the player. If you guys think it's fun, fantastic. Just don't try to do the math and think that Blizzard's paying you to play the game. It doesn't work that way. No, no, no. With Legion Zone scaled to your personal level, you chose what path you wanted to go on to level from 100 to 110. You could be questing along someone 8 levels higher than you or even 8 levels below you. It didn't matter. The zones and the mobs scale to your tune on an individual basis. Same holds true for some dungeons, time-walking dungeons, and even some holiday events. What's cool is that this allows players from different levels to group with one another to get the content done, and we feel that is an amazingly fantastic implementation on Blizzard's part. Yeah, it was really cool during the Valentine's Day event uh, to go over to Tears Fall Glades, and you know, everyone's fighting, you know, the crown, and there are low-level players there, like fourteen level like fourteen, fourteen, yeah. you know, forty, and, or you could end up in that uh, in that dungeon. The, the Chemical Brothers Yeah, instance. finding the crown kind of yeah. chemical guys. Chemical and- Brothers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some people in your uh, group are 110 and some of them aren't. Yeah, Didn't I had that me a couple times, yeah. Didn't matter. It was really neat. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, I go back to do uh, Panda Land content mm-hmm. and find that it's scaled to me. It's not trivial. So it would seem that this is the direction that 
Warcraft is going in. It seems to be trending that way. Yeah. If you can imagine uh, the next expansion that comes out. <laughs> I just have a picture of a meme frack with you sitting there gazing off in the distance saying, scaling, scaling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You know the Buzz Lightyear <laughs> meme, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. Right, so I'm not even going to do it. Distract me. You were going to do Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> I did not fall for it. <laughs> you you won't do William Shatner and you were going to do Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I stopped myself. <laughs> Come on. No. I Never. Scaling. Scaling everywhere. <laughs> so you can imagine the next expansion it'll be the same way everything around you just is your level it doesn't matter yep and you just follow the storyline wherever it takes you doesn't matter what zone you start in and uh theoretically they could go back and redo old content so that you could do that at max level too yeah if like you know like we were talking about the meme if everything scaled I've played a few games that uh, that do this, like uh, like Guild Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. The person, your friend can get ahead of you in the level and it doesn't really matter. Because whenever you group together, it just it scales. So it's fine. I know in EverQuest, they allow you to back level. You can drop your own levels to whatever levels your friend are if, if you wanted to. Oh, okay. Could so you th- drop it to any level? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you just like, scale. I feel like being level 38 right now. Yeah, you scale yourself back down. I mean, you know, Blizzard, we have an option to lock ourselves at a level. So you don't gain XP, you can lock in your XP. Right. And, you know, people will do that to min-max their characters at a particular level. Whether it be for Battlegrounds or like my uh, Herald, Herald of the Titans. He's uh, locked in at 80 or 85, whatever that is. I got a run coming up with him next week, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, I got an invite to go do a Herald run with some people. I'm like, yeah, I got a wow. Herald tune. He's cool. Yeah, maxed out for Herald runs with his, you know, Herald gear. So There you go. But if you take this concept of scaling and you think about it going forward, I kind of think there's some stuff that we'll miss out on. Yeah, there can't be a full implementation of scaling. Yeah. We would never be able to power level friends. That's true. You know, you get someone, you invite them to World of Warcraft, and now they've got a level one, or they boost, or whatever. They're still not going to be your max level. They're going to have to do some kind of leveling. And if you want to hurry them up through something, not going to be able to do that. Or then if they start an alt at level one, and you want to run them through something with a, you know, even if it's one of your lower level characters, you want to run them through something, you want to be able to do that, because everything would scale. This would also kind of conflict with the rating with Leech's achievements that they've been adding into the game. They've been making new pets that drop from old raids. You know, raids that we would never really have a reason to go back to. You know, like Ice Crown, Trial of Champion, Ulduar. It's like, you know, we're done with those and we're not really getting anything out of them. Right. So they added pets. Yeah. Yeah. Reason to go back and do it. Reason to go back and do it. Something to do. And it's actually like pretty entertaining to, you know, run through there and you just do one AOE and everything's dead. Yeah, and there's a lot of nostalgia running through those things right. too. A lot of nostalgia and you can also get it done like ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's very quick. So not that much time commitment. You still get to see the design of the raid, you get to see the bosses and what they say and All at the same time too. They say it all at yeah, once. Yeah, they just say it all at once. <laughs> So if they were to make everything scale, like imagine trying to go back to, to you know, ICC 
and everything's 110. Yeah, how's that conversation go, Freck? So I'm sitting there uh, doing my fishing, and you want to go on a raiding with leashes thing. Are you going to say, hey, Root, you want to go do ICC with me so I can have a chance on getting this pet? Yeah, and uh, we need eight more people. We need eight more people in four hours. Right. Because <laughs> it's ICC, <laughs> and we have to do everybody. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm going to fish. Right, right. Same with mountain runs. I mean, a lot of times people, you can get on uh, groups that are doing mountain runs that go through multiple old raids, anything that dropped, that had a chance of dropping a mount, and you go do those. And you, you do seven of them in an hour. Well, you and I did Throwing in Thunder. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't drop anything. I went back again and did it. Uh, again, to see if it dropped. It didn't drop for me. But there are groups on uh, particular websites and in the, the group finders that all they're doing are like the major old content mount runs on a weekly basis they'll go through there that'd be a thing in the past if, if, if everything scaled that'd go away or how about like me I just went back and was running around uh, Draenor and getting a pet just willy nilly farming in there to get it just killing a bunch of those uh, big crawdads to get a small crawdad and you know if they were scaling I may not want to go do that Think better things to do with my time. So when you think about it, there's kind of a smallish pool of stuff you can do now that's current. But then when you go back five expansions, you know, there's a ton of stuff that you can do. Yeah, in comparison, what is current and what we have done doesn't, you can't compare. But then you go, okay, well, everything that I go back and do in older content is going to take me just as long to get done because everything scaled to my level. It's just not going to, you're just not going to be that motivated. I can remember when uh, Transmog became a thing. People were running Ulduar to go get the cool gear out of there. And then when when they then introduced um, the appearances, so we didn't have to have the thing in our bags or in our vault or anywhere else. Yeah, the wardrobe. Everybody went back and ran again. (laughs) So those that ability to run back and do these things for Transmog, make your cool gear sets, that goes away as well, if it scales. My fear, and it's an honest fear, is that Blizzard tends to overcorrect or take an idea just a little too far and then kind of go, well, that didn't really work the way we wanted it to work. And then they, you know, that pendulum swings way far back the other way. And they kind of iterate on that until they they fine tune it. (laughs) So my fear is that they're going to go, hey, scaling is working. We like the way scaling is doing. We like everything. Yeah, Yeah. scales everywhere. Scaling everywhere. Yeah. And my fear is that's what's going to happen. Or if it does, give me the option to uh, to opt in or opt out of that. Like, no, no, no. I don't want to scale. I want to power level my friend. I don't want to scale. I want to run this dungeon just because I want yeah. to run this dungeon. I don't want I any... just want to, like, kill the Shavanger by myself just the way they yeah. did. Yeah. I don't want to get any loot that's worth anything to me out of here. I'm just looking right. for tr- transmog or pets or mounts, whatever. Just, just, you know, let me run this thing very quickly. Or, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Scale it. Let me, let me, I'm up for the challenge. That to me would be the best implementation. Best of both worlds. What are your thoughts? Hit us up on Twitter. It's at Hearthcast Frank and Hearthcast Root. Let us know what you think of the uh, potential scaling that Blizzard's going to do. Recently, Eon Hazacostas and Josh Allen did a Q&A about Legion. And they covered some issues that we had brought up about artifact power and the difficulty in switching specs. So just wanted to cover a few points that they that they talked about during this Q&A. 
And one thing that we had neglected to discuss um, about switching specs is legendaries. In that if you're trying to be dual spec, you might have similar artifact power if you, you know, grinds long enough. But you might have more legendaries on one spec than the other. Or none. And I didn't realize this until you and I had this discussion, is that my legendary that I have, which is a helm, is specific to my demonology. So I'm guessing that it drops and whatever spec you're in is what you get. So if you were to switch, you'd go from having one legendary to no legendaries, basically. Yeah, I don't even know if I can equip it. I haven't tried that. Right. I'll try switching specs to see what happens, but I don't, I don't even know if I can even equip it. Yeah. It wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't get the benefit of it because it, the benefit has to do with my artifact weapon. So the current system is that you do legendary eligible activities, such as, you know, running dungeons during raids. And the more you do that, the more likely you are to get a legendary. Okay. And there's something built in called bad luck protection. Yeah, yeah. So eventually you will get a legendary. I don't think it works well for me. <laughs> well, you have a legendary. Yeah, but only if you got yours. Mine's tied into you, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I got mine off Blingtron. I know. And you got yours the next day, right? Yeah, off a, a trash mob. <laughs> you, were so, you gave me one day. That the was glow. a bad yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> you were not happy. It was, wasn't having it? No. No, I didn't sleep at all. I farmed. I just, I'm like, <laughs> I will get a legendary. <laughs> So the system would say, okay, you have three legendaries already, so we're not... Three? Just an example. Okay. So if someone had three legendaries in one spec, the system would not give them that bad luck protection because they already had three legendaries. And now what they're looking to doing is making that uh, count be spec specific. Ooh, okay. So like, you know, if you're a warrior and you have three prot legendaries and you switch to fury, instead of the system going, you already have three you legendaries... Already got the legendaries. No. It'll say you don't have any. You don't have any because so you don't have any. So it'll increase the um, chance that you get one. I like that. So they're looking to implement that pretty soon. Now, I had gone on kind of a rant about how artifact power should be class-wide. Yes. As in, like, you earned it on that tune, you should be able to apply it to whichever artifact you want. Right. And apparently I'm not the only one that feels that way. Because it was submitted as a question, they addressed it. And... They said they didn't feel artifact power should be class-wide because they felt that the power represented the experience with that particular weapon and that they just didn't like the way you would feel if you were to able to push a button and make a different weapon just as powerful as one you had been using. Now, here's my issue with that. I can understand that mindset. I really do. But if that's the case, if they really feel that strongly, why make 500 different artifact power items that can be applied to a different weapon than what was used to earn it? Because Dave, an accounting son, is an intern in the graphics department and mm -hmm. needs something to keep him busy. There are so many items. Dave's son is busy. <laughs> Dave's son's name is Dave, by the way. Dave's son, Dave. I see. Yeah. Dave, Dave Jr. No, he's not a junior. You have different middle names. Uh, anyhow, Dave, uh, the accountant, senior mm -hmm. accountant, yeah, he's making, he's the guy who doesn't let you spend your battle.net credit the way he wants to uh -huh. spend it. So yeah, he's yeah. making interest off that five bucks that's sitting in my account. Right. So, you know, they, they got to they gotta do him a solid with his son, Dave. 
in the graphics department. So they got him creating all these artifact icons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the artifact It just power. seems like they're straddling the line a little bit too much. <laughs> they're way over, Frank. No, no, no. They, they, it's like they can't make up their mind. Because on the one hand, once you spend the artifact power on an artifact, you can't get it back. You can't apply it to a different artifact. You can't change specs without having to start all over with artifact power. But at the same time, they give us these items that you can earn in one spec and then spend in another. So if they really wanted us to make it feel like we are leveling up that weapon, they should never have introduced all these items. It should just been like a reward. You get 83,000 artifact power. Cool. It just automatically applies. And it's applies. just there. Yeah. It's just there when I go to my forge and then I spend the traits. So it's kind of like it already applies it to the weapon right? without any interaction from the player. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like so. experience for the weapon, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, because right now what they're saying is, well, we don't want you to push a button and gain experience on another artifact or power in another artifact. But we can do that But you now. can do that. You can right. do a couple days of world quest, hoard a bunch of items, switch specs. Apply. And apply it. Directly and to it, the forehead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So that question, I feel, was addressed, but I don't think they took as strong a stance as they could have. I think the issue with it is that from a gameplay standpoint, artifact, power, and knowledge, knowledge works fine, but the power, it doesn't it doesn't implement well across multiple weapons. It doesn't scale. And I hate to use the word scale again in this, in this episode, but it works well with one. You know, the whole concept of you have a weapon, you're learning the weapon, you're getting better at the weapon as you're using it, and that works fine. But it doesn't work as soon as you have to use another weapon and you have no knowledge of that. I mean, yeah, it's real. Like, in, in the real world, if I'm an excellent knife fighter and somebody hands me a pistol, I'm not going to be stabbing stabbing people with a pistol. But I may not be an ace shot with that pistol either. So I get the concept. It is not good for a game. For a game, I should be able to, if I'm learning something, just like it's always been in the past, you know, if I switch specs, I still, I'm still good. You know, my goodness on how much damage I'm doing isn't tied in that drastically to a weapon. Yes, these weapons are powerful. Well, that's because you're a warlock. So like thematically, it doesn't fit as well as other classes. So for me, I'm a beastmaster hunter. So I have a gun. So I know how to operate that gun. And that's where a lot of my damage comes from. Well, that and training my pets. But my pets are tied to the gun somehow. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> or that I can switch and use a crossbow instead. Well, I mean, a warlock's got a floating head, a sickle, and a staff. So the so you really know how to use that floating head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're like, go go bite? Does yell. Bite thing? Yell. It yells. Oh. It jumps across that's and really screams creepy. in people's ears. <laughs> causes damage it's really creepy yeah <laughs> so something else they brought up in this q a is that the developers feel that artifact power is not supposed to be a goal that you will ever complete as in they didn't want a finish line that you felt like you had to cross as soon as possible and once you've crossed it you're quote done and they don't want you to feel like you have to constantly grind for artifact power but at the same time, they want artifact power to be rewarding. So they're looking for a balance between all of that. And it seems like it's going to be very hard to do. Have they played this expansion? <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you see artifact power, you go for artifact power. Yeah. 
And that's where the saying, like, that's fine if you have to choose between two world quests and you choose the one that gives you artifact power instead of the one that gives you gold. They're like, that's fine. That's what we intended. But they didn't want you to feel like you had to log onto the game just to do world quests just to get artifact power. Uh, yeah, you do. Well, that's what I'm saying. So if, they're, Yeah, if you want to be competitive, or not even competitive, if you want to keep up with the Joneses and you want to go raid with your guild, then yeah. You need to be logging on every day and doing world quests that will reward you with artifact, or doing anything that rewards you with artifact power, and applying that artifact power directly to the forehead. I mean, to your weapon. Yeah, and that, and that's our goal. And I think that's the problem with any game. What do you give as a reward that is always a, a good carrot, but you never reach the carrot? Yeah, it's almost like an impossible contradiction. You have to keep it obtainable, but just out of reach. Yeah. Which I like the fact that you look, okay, yeah, you can get as much power as no end to it. It's not like you have to have this line or anything else. But this is a game where we fill the bar up. This is a game where we get things to 100% completion. This is how questing works. This is how everything works in this game. That's how people, you're not going to be able to break that mindset. People are going to want to complete whatever the artifact power is. Right. I still do like that I have something to work toward that's not just gear. Because I'm kind of at the point where I can't get any better gear without doing group stuff. And that means, you know, dedicating an afternoon and finding other people and, you know, that stuff. So Being social, talking. I know, so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you because I'm in the same place. Uh, I'm pretty much, exp- I'm done with what I can get out of LFR. I'm looking at normal rating. And uh, I, I like, you know, gearing up. I like doing that. But at the same time, I like having another bar to fill up. Like if it's the artifact power or knowledge, which I filled up, filled up the knowledge. Working on the power, which you can never fill up, apparently. So there's always something to do. And I like that part of the game. I just hope, yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm cautiously optimistic on how they're going to handle this one. Well, Frank, that's about going to do it for episode number 344 of HearthCast. Hey, folks, do us a favor. Head on over to iTunes. Give us a rating there. Leave a comment. That lets us know how we're doing here on the show, and it also lets other prospective listeners know exactly what kind of show it is and how much they'll like it, too. I want to thank our friends on Facebook, and uh, we try to do some live streams there on occasion. We're working on it. Yeah. Working on the sound. Working on it. I got OBS downloaded. All right. Uh, I just got to get it configured, figure all that out. We'll we'll have it week or so. We'll be yeah. done. We'll be, yeah. So keep an yeah. eye out for those uh, those Facebook live streams. And I also want to thank our friends on Twitter, all of you who uh, interact with us and, you know, chat and all this stuff. Really appreciate that. Yeah. I had some great conversations this week. I posed some questions about people buying tokens and if they do. A lot of people still buying tokens. Spending it on game time. Not a lot of people are actually spending it on stuff in the uh, Blizzard store. At least not the people I talked with. So it's really interesting. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at HearthCastFreck and at HearthCastRoot, or just head on over to our HearthCast Facebook page. You can support HearthCast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash HearthCast and using the offer code HearthCast at checkout. 
Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grit Network. 